Welcome to Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexandre Marie underscore talks. Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie is a podcast where we will discuss everyday topics that are affecting the Black community from mental health, education, sexuality, spectrum disorder, the Black dollar, the Black culture, Black businesses, Black relationships, and more. This is Shoot the Breeze with Alexandre Marie. And remember, what consumes your mind controls your life. So, have you ever found yourself going back to a particular relationship, a toxic one? Or maybe you're one of those individuals that seem to always end up in toxic relationships. You know, like many other relationship gurus out there, not to say I'm a relationship guru, but I do believe that our relationships mirror our frequency in our vibrations at that time. So you attract others because there's something in you that attracts them. Now when you believe that and you constantly see yourself ending up in toxic relationships, does this mean you are toxic? No. What it can mean that you have a vulnerability. And believe it or not, individuals that are toxic are vulnerable as well. So that's what's attracting you guys to one another. That's the frequency you're emitting out there. But in light of COVID-19, even though a lot of the states are opening back up, jobs are um, opening back up, it's still not going to be normal. And many of us have either thought about going back to something that we know, contemplating about ending a relationship that will end because, let's be serious, there's so many different information that's just spewing at us about COVID-19. Some people are asymptomatic, some people aren't. Maybe asymptomatics are not actually a thing, so on and so forth. So it kind of puts a dent when it comes to dating. Because now, you know, I mean, personally, I myself, I'm a single mom two kids so when I go and talk to someone or go on a date or anything like that um, I plug in their phone number and their email address and I want to see if there are any Facebook accounts um, if there are any Instagram accounts I put their number in my phone and you know I have a snapchat so it does help me if there's any if they have a snapchat so on and so forth you know also if they have a car, I'll plug in their license plate. Listen, I'm a single mom and 
I've watched too many A&E shows, too many Lifetimes, too many, you know, crime shows to know that there are some seriously psycho individuals out there. And, you know, my daughter's 16 now. She's very voluptuous. And there are sick pedophiles that would love to, you know, test me because don't get me twisted and don't get it wrong. I may be small, but if you touch my kids, this height isn't going to be a problem anymore and there are a lot of sick pedophiles out there that you know would like to groom my son until he's around like maybe that six seven year old age where they would want to um perform acts on him and make him one of their lovers so i have to be vigilant i have to ensure that my children are safe so even in the midst of doing that, you know, there are so many websites that you can purchase um, background for about $20. Now, if you're dating, you're actively like dating, that, that could be a lot. You know, in two months, you could have like six dates. Um, and that right there is $120. So when you think about doing all that, and all that type of um, investigational work. And you say to yourself, is it all worth it? When I can just go back to Johnny or Michelle. Like, even though I wake up some mornings wanting to strangle them because they purposefully push my buttons, it's safe. Protecting your energy and your sanity should be the number one focus and if you have kids that still should be the number one focus because if your mental um, is not in check and your energy is not in check there is just no way in this amazing beautiful universe of ours that you can actually be there for your children actively be there for your children you know, I don't just mean financially. I mean actively be there for your children. You would snap anytime they would want to talk to you about something because you're not leveled. And if you feel as though, you know, Michelle or whoever or John, I can't even remember the, guy, the guy's name that I just mysteriously gave. But either way, um... If you allow those people back into your space, you are giving your children less of you because you're allowing those people to drain you of your energy, take away your power. And just because it's safe and easy does not mean it's the right place and it's the best idea. I get it. It is difficult to date now because now you can date someone and you can sick, you can get sick, I mean, and you know, you can possibly die. So on top of everything else that's out there, you know, the coronavirus does make it a little difficult. But the first thing you have to do is to actually end your toxic relationship now 
I had a toxic relationship um, with a female years back. And, you know, she kept coming back into my life. And then I would give her, like, chances. And even when um, she would come back as a friend and she would want my opinion on certain things, I would give it to her. And I would be in relationships, I'd be in solid relationships, and she would kind of want to weasel her way in and say, oh, don't you remember this and that? And I'd be like, I remember, but I remember the heartache. I remember how you pulled out from me someone I did not want to be anymore. I have a temperament. You know, everyone has a temperament, right? Um, so let me rephrase that. I have a temper, right? I have a temper. Um, and you know, for me back in the day before I had that under control, anything and everything could make me snap. Now she dated men prior to me and all the men she dated put their hands on her and she viewed that as a way of you know being loved like the only way <clears throat> I know you love me is if you put your hands on me and she tried so hard let me tell you guys she would push my buttons and you know I would tell her hey I you know have I been in fights before in my life? Yes, I fight. I fought men before. I fought women before. That's not the. That's not where I want to be. And um, I'm. I'm growing. I'm changing, and um, it took me a while to completely conform to Buddhism. But I've been researching Buddhism since I was a teen, and around the time her and I got together was in my mid twenties, and. Before I could call myself a Buddhist, go into the temple, conform into Buddhism, I wanted to make sure that I had a clear mind, um, clear space, energy, and all of that. And, you know, people want to say, well, people can't make you do things. Mm, no, people can make you do things, especially if they know you, they can manipulate you and make you do heinous heinous acts not to say I went out and shot anyone or anything like that but when I came to the realization that she was pushing my buttons because that was the only way she could feel love I had to step away from that I had to move away from that and you know it was hard because I did care for her. I cared for her kids. We had lived together. We were set um, to have a life together, a long life together. Uh, but I had to, of course there were other things, but that was one of the main things that caused me to end our relationship and even our friendships. Because if you're with someone, and you have a friend or an ex or whoever and they're not respecting your relationship they're toxic 
They are completely toxic, especially if you're not inviting them in in any way, shape, or form. So the first thing you have to do is to completely, utterly move yourself away from that relationship. You know, there are people out there that when I... I stop dating or I just stop talking to you or whatever. I block their numbers. You know, um, I just stop calling. And I've had um, guys that I would go on a date or two with. And they would find me on Instagram and they'd be like, I tried calling you. Just to, you know, just to say, um, I don't know, like Merry Christmas or Happy Birthday or something like that. And I guess you blocked me. Why would you, you know, block me? I'm like... We went on two dates. I didn't see the reason to keep your number in my phone. And look, if you really wanted to say happy birthday or anything like that, I, you found me on Instagram. You know, and in my mind, I, I usually say, didn't I block them on Instagram too? Because I just want to disconnect myself from them. You know, it doesn't matter if it was amicable. You know, I'm just that person. If we're not close associates or even like family members that I don't speak to, but like immediate family members or, you know, if you're not my partner, I don't want to have your number on my phone or have any contact with you. I don't want to give you the opportunity to um, come into my life in any way, shape or form. That's just me. I cut ties as I've gotten older. When I cut ties, I cut ties. And I don't want that kind of energy in my life. But for toxic relationships, I'm not saying you got to cut all your relationships out of your life. But we all know our toxic partners, you know. And for us, like black women, right, there are many of us that, we stay. We stay because we put so much energy in this person, right? So much time, so much energy, so much money. And we don't want to give this person out because one, it makes us feel like a failure. And two, we simply don't want someone else to have what we put so much time and energy in to make better, right? We don't want that. You need to let that go. And you need to step out of the box that's labeled denial. Okay? Step out of that box. It doesn't matter how much time, how much energy, how much money you put into someone, right? Believe me, if that person is not changing for you, they will not change for someone else. People do not change for other people. They change for themselves. And that could be, I'm going to change because I want to be a better father. That's fine. We may look at it like, oh, no, they're changing because now they have a kid. No, 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 no. They are changing because they want to be a better father. There are plenty of fathers out there that have children and don't care. They abuse their children. They abuse their child's mother in front of their children. They simply don't care. That change ultimately is for themselves. So step out of your denial box 
if you feel as though you've put all your time and energy into this relationship and you don't want someone else to have, you know, this image or this perfect image that you've made of this person, listen, it can't be that perfect if they're still disrespecting you, if they're still laying their hands on you, if they're not committing to you. You know, there's certain women out there, black women that's been in relationships with their partners for over 10 years and their partners are saying, well, I'm not ready to get married. You're 40 something years old and you've been together for 10 years and you're not ready to get married? Now, mind you, it's not that, you know, you, you both got into a relationship and you feel as though marriage is just a piece of, like, paper. No, when you got into the relationship with this man, I'm pretty sure you let this man know that you want to get married. And at the time, he says, yeah, you know, marriage is a, is a beautiful thing. You know, may, you know, maybe his grandparents were married or maybe his mom and dad were married or maybe no one in his family was married. But he says to you, yeah, I believe marriage is a beautiful thing. And then what happens? You know, three, four years down the line. Oh, I'm not ready to get married. We don't have the money. We don't have this. You say to him, we don't need money. We could just go to the courthouse and that will be fine. I don't need the wedding or anything. You know, after a while, we, we tend to negotiate, right? Right, ladies? We tend to negotiate what we want. So we can conform and fit into someone else's box because we feel as though, all right, I just want to be married. I want to be his wife. We've been together for so long. What is it about me that isn't good enough for him? You know, I do everything. And then we say to ourselves, like, he treats me like crap. You know, he beats me. He, he um, curses at me. He uses vulgarity towards me in front of his friends. Um... He's so controlling, possessive. He tells me what I can and cannot wear. He doesn't allow me to see my friends and family. But hey, that possessiveness, you know, that means he loves me, right? He doesn't want to share me with other people. So if he loves me and that possessiveness means he doesn't want to share me with other people, I walk on eggshells for him. I don't speak my mind. I've lost that confident person that I used to be you know I've totally changed for him so why honey it's not you it's him stop living in denial there's absolutely nothing wrong with you you know yes you may need some counseling some therapy to get you back to where you once were before this relationship but it is not you it's him step out of that box let him go and if he goes to someone else and he decides to change and be this marvelous prince charming that you always wanted him to be guess what what changed him is him realizing i lost something i lost something so valuable so good i treated that person like crap like she was the dirt beneath my shoes as if she wasn't worth the energy or the breath that she takes that's why that is that's why it's not the other woman that's making him change it's him acknowledging 
that he lost something due to his behavior. And that might not take one other female. It might take a series of other women for him to realize, I, I had it. I had the perfect female. And it's not up to you, ladies. It is not up to you to make him realize that by staying. Don't stay in hopes that he will realize that you wore right that you were that diamond don't stay don't stay for that next is keep check right keep your emotion in check keep an emotion log however you want to do it whenever you feel as though you know you want to take a sip of wine because they cross your mind or you want to put on your songs that remind you of them whatever the case may be however you want to do that keep them in check and it is okay it is okay to grieve a relationship it's okay, like people want you to simply pick up and move on. No, it's okay to grieve a relationship. You gave this other person your time, your energy, your body. So yes, grieve. Feel the pain, the hurt, the love. Remember it all. But just know and understand it's over. And that is okay too to let it go. Don't allow this COVID-19 to push you towards being with someone that you know is not going to change and isn't good for you. Okay. Also, surround yourself with positivity. You know, if you want, have sticky notes of affirmation around, surround yourselves with your friends, surround yourselves with your family, you know, people that may have kept their mouth closed because out of respect for you, didn't say anything. But you know what, that one friend, that one or, or one friend, one family member that you know is going to give it to you because they were telling you while you were in a relationship, I would say... Have a drink with them. I would say have a drink. A lot of people want to stay from that family, that friend member, right? That family or friend that it's they're going to give it to you and give it to you raw and get in your face because they were constantly the same ones telling you. I would, I would honestly go to that family member and that friend, have a drink or have a piece of cake, whatever, have some tea and ask them, how did you know? How did you know? How could you tell? And it might be simple. You changed. You know, and you're like, I changed? What do you mean? You changed, right? Sometimes that you changed is not always a good thing. If you were a confident, strong-willed, strong-minded individual, outspoken, you know, pretty alpha-like, 
and you get into this relationship and you become timid, fearful, less confident, more of a beta, then yeah, you changing, not a good thing. And I know some of you guys are like, why is it her going from an alpha to beta is not a good thing? Listen, there are many alpha women that have relationships and marry alpha men. They're just power couples. That's it. Stop being afraid of women that are assertive. There's nothing wrong with a female being assertive. They just know what they want and they go after what they want and they're not scared of that. Stop trying to take that away from us. We are your mothers. We are your sisters. You Love having a strong mom that raised you. So why can't you date a strong female also? So ladies, that friend of yours that gave it to you or wanted to give it to you or kept, you know, texting you like, mm, I think you should leave. You need to have a tea, um, sit down with them. You need to have some little coffee cake or a drink or something like that. And just ask them, how did you know? And let them tell you and take all that in. Because believe it or not, that's positivity. We may look at it as negativity while we're in the midst of things. Like, you're just being negative. You're just trying to put me down. You're not married. You're always in, in and out of relationships. And yeah, I've been with my man for six, seven years. How many relationships you have for six, seven? But guess what? That other friend, that family member may just understand I'm not giving up my worth for anybody. So yeah, I may have been single for the time you were in that relationship, that duration. So what? I may have gone out to dates, but you know what? I'm not allowing someone to change me. And that's positivity. We need to stop and think and stop looking at those individuals as if they're being negative. They're trying to help you. There's no other way to tell you and get the information across without being assertive, without letting you know how it is. And if you're not going to listen to them while you're together, I trust and believe they're going to be one of those people, whether you like it or not, knocking on your door, calling your phone, saying, I told you so, you better invite them in. You better invite them in. And let them, let them tell you. I think the next thing that we should do is be kind to ourselves, right? We get out of these relationships and um, we just hate ourselves because we're trying to figure out what is it that we did, what we could have done to make the person stay or to make the person not be who they were. Just know, honey, you can't change someone. They have to change for themselves. There's absolutely nothing you could have done. That person has had issues before you and probably will have issues after you. Um, block. Yeah, I don't want to forget that. Block them. Block them from all your social sites. 
um, block their friends also because sometimes we get into relationships where if it's their friend, we become friends with them as well. Trust me, if it's their friends, they're not your friends, right? They'll still be their friend after the breakup. So block their friends also. Block them, block their friends, block their family members, block everyone that you've met through them. Just block them completely. Right? And make your, if you can, make your profiles private so that anyone that wants to follow you, they have to request. And then you can go through their, um, their profiles and don't accept for the first few months of that breakup, don't accept anybody that's not friends of your actual friends or friends of your actual family members. Because, hey, people could make profiles up, you know, steal pictures and everything like that from other people. So just don't accept anyone for a while. That's it. Now, if you have a business and that page is public, what I would do is try because I have a I have a business page try not to put anything personal on your page you know um like if you're dating someone if you're in a relationship or whatever if you got a new house or if you moved or just just try not to put anything personal on your page of course exhibit the best of you always because you need to do that for a business but don't feed them anything about you don't give them a new image. Don't give them any kind of image. Block them. Move on. And I know it's difficult. But what I like to do is when you block them, right? Um, because you can block, like I have T-Mobile. So you can block someone and I have a Android. You can block them two ways. You can block them on your phone. That would cause the person to go straight to voicemail. That's up to you if you want to do it that way. You know, I don't know, maybe, I don't know why. But if you want to do it that way, change the name to do not answer or do not call. Right? That way... When you go to call them, you see, hey, I changed their names to do not call. So, so every time you go to call them, change it to do not call. Or you can take it one step further and get family allowance, right? This is not me promoting T-Mobile because when I had Sprint, I could do it with Sprint also. I never had Verizon or AT&T, so I'm not promoting any, let me emphasize this, I'm not promoting any brands. I'm just saying you can go through your um, wireless provider. Since I haven't had anyone else other than T-Mobile or Sprint, I definitely want to emphasize that. I am not sure, but you can go through your wireless provider and you can give them a number and it will block them. You know, and you can't call them at all without going into your account. So it's kind of it's kind of like a cognitive therapy skill. You have to go through hoops, right? To get to this person's number. So then don't, right? It's it's telling you, man, 
I got to log into my account or I got to call my wireless provider just so I can call this person. So while you're going through all those steps, you're reminding yourself, man, why am I doing this? Oh, why am I doing this? This person was mean. This person didn't care about me, this, that, or whatever the case is. If you don't have children together, then go through your wireless provider and block them that way. If you have children together, um, you can put the the caller ID the same way I have. My caller ID for my son's father is my son's name father. <laughs> that that's that's not actually my son's name father. Like let's say if your son's name is Kevin, then you would say Kevin's father. That's how it is. That that's how it is. And when I um when I talk to people, like let's say we go to doctor's appointments, um and I don't even address as the last name. I address dad. You know, like, dad has to do this or dad will come to the appointment. Dad, this, dad, that. You know, not Mr. Whatever, because that's very distant. Um, but when I address them that way, it's kind of like they understand, okay, though, so they're not in a relationship but there has to be some mutual respect for them to address that way. And the reason it has nothing to do with mutual respect, it has to do with my son. Especially if my son is in the room, that is 100% how I address it. Because, oh, of course my son knows who's his dad, but... Again, it's it's all it's all about how your son or daughter will perceive things as they get older. You know, calling by last name is very very distant. Um, and for me, calling them by their first name, um, I I'm, we're just not because we're not in that um. We're just not that close. We don't we don't talk about anything other than our kids, other than our son. And this is the first year I think we wished each other happy Mother's Day, happy Father's Day. And it's the first year he's wished me happy birthday. And now, you know, when his birthday comes next month, I'll do the same. And my son's going to be three. So it it take it takes a while. It is a process. But I, like I said, um, you can block them via your actual phone. And if you do, um, if you do have kids, that's the only thing that I can think of as to how to block them where uh, you can still easily unblock them if you need to. Otherwise, uh, no, call your, your wireless provider and block them that way. Block all their numbers. Their family, their friends, block their workplace number via your wireless provider. And that in itself will not only tell you, but it will tell them that you're moving on. Because when you block them that way, believe me, you they, they notice. I think the wireless provider, depending on your wireless provider, says 
you know, you're not allowed to call this number. And so many words, because <clears throat> it doesn't go straight to voicemail, it has a message. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Uh, it has a message. So they'll notice like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm blocked. Not just by the phone, but she went or he went that extra step and um, blocked me that way. Um, and if you had any kind of physical relationship with the person and they became physical or you guys do share kids so if you have any kind of domestic kind of relationship make sure that you do have um a restraining order in place right you, you just want to keep yourself away from this person as much as possible give yourself the opportunity to move on to grieve to just become the you you were before you met this person. And repeat to yourself affirmations every day. Repeat to yourself, you know. Some of the affirmations um, I like to say to myself is, of course, I'm beautiful, I'm mindful, um, I'm centered, but I also like to say things like, my life is full of passion, tenderness, um, you know, uh, my life is full of courageousness, freedom, things like that, just so that I know not to put my energy, my life, my soul, my livelihood into anyone else's hands. You know, I say this because I know I am full. My glass is not half empty, nor is it half full. It is completely full. Yes, there are alterations, and yes, there are things that I would like to make, and I will do so on my own time, and I will do so alone. And I, a lot of people are like, well, what if that person can help you with this, or that person can help with, look, that's me. Take it how you want. If you, if you wanna lose weight, Right? You want to lose weight for your health. And so you can feel good about yourself. So when you look in the mirror, you feel good about yourself. That's great. Start doing that on your own, especially if you're single. You don't want to get in a relationship with someone and start doing that. Because mind you, the person comes in a relationship and they, they come into the relationship with you the way you are. There's so... I find it so interesting. There's so many men that get into a relationship with voluptuous women, like big-boned women, voluptuous women, and they're fine with it. They're, you know, but when they the female starts to lose weight, they tend to get a divorce. They tend to break up. There tend to be more arguments because that man, no matter how he looked or how you know slender he was compared to her or whatever, he had insecurities already so i'm gonna gravitate to this is not all men i'm not saying this is all men but i'm gonna gravitate to women that look a certain way because they might have insecurities but when they start losing weight and start you know dressing a certain way start getting more attention those men can't handle it 
because now she's becoming more confident. So I say if you want to lose weight, start losing weight while you're single and continue to do so when you're in the relationship. So one, the guy can't ever say to you, um, you're this way because of me. You know, you don't want to be with someone that believes anything good that has ever happened to you in your life is because of them. So you want to affirm to yourself every day, no matter what state of being you are appearance-wise, that you are beautiful, that you are great, that you are full, that your life is full of love, your life is full of happiness, your, your life is full of freedom and courageousness and tenderness, and you surrender to no one but the divine power of love, and that is a state of being. And if you are religious and you believe in God, then you surrender to no one but the divine power of your Lord. You know what I mean? that no one else other than that power is who you will surrender to. As for me, I surrender to the divine power of love and the universe, you know. But that's here and here there. But um, I just want you guys and um, fellas, so I want you ladies and fellas to use this time that we're stuck indoors more, even though that things are opening up a little bit more. Looking at the news, how um, numbers are spiking, I won't be surprised if fall, come fall, winter, you know, we're back to where we were last uh, March. So I say this to you guys um, don't allow this virus to have you run to someone arms that you shouldn't be use this time to focus on yourself you know we all have relationships that we wish we could go back to and they're not toxic right maybe during that point in time you were in different spaces with one another and now you want to give yourself and them the opportunity to reignite and reconnect that's fine at any point in our lives if if that person is single and you guys are in good graces and the breakup was amicable and it was just that you wanted different things at different times okay so be it yes this is a time where we can say to, you, to ourselves, man, I think I lost like my one and only, right? But I advise that if we do that, we have to ensure that the breakup was due because you guys were at two different ends of the spectrum, right? It has to be as such. It can't be... Um, it can't be anything else. Like the breakup has to be because of that, you know? Um, and it could be because maybe he was intimidated by how much money he makes. And now maybe he makes a little bit more money or you guys make the same amount of money or you still make a little bit more money, 
but he's not intimidated by it anymore. You know, he's working on a few things, a few projects, and the reason he was intimidated by it is, you know, society and maybe he felt as though he just couldn't take care of you the way you wanted to take to the way you wanted him to take care of you or the way society deems that he should take care of you. Um, so maybe you got over that, the societal pressure, and maybe he got over, you know, his insecurity of you making more money, and then you guys talk and see that that shouldn't be a problem, and there are many other ways where he can pick up a job where it'll allow him to make maybe five five hundred more dollars a month, and that could be suffice, right? The idea is if I make maybe five to a thousand dollars more a month doing this odd job, I'm not looking to make ten thousand dollars, you know, killing myself, but just just to make a little bit more money to um, be equal to her financially or if, I mean, if the breakup was due to misunderstandings, you guys could try again and when things really, really open back up, go to couples counseling. Uh, but if, if you are, you know, double guessing and saying to yourself, you know what, no, he used to beat me or she used to lie and cheat. If it's lying, if it's cheating, if it's any kind of physical, mental, emotional abuse, those are all toxic, and I would stay away from that kind of relationship. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with this. I had a very, very toxic relationship that I spoke about, uh, but I did. I did have a relationship that I do think about a lot. Um... You know, we were friends at first, and then we got into a relationship. And when we were friends, things were things were grand, you know. Um, but I did give myself time to to grieve. And yes, COVID has made me think about the relationship a lot. But the misunderstandings. They're still there. So we have those kind of relationships also. You know, the ones that got away. And we have to let them go. We we can analyze them and we can learn from them, right? The ones that got away, we can learn from. Like the ones that really, really got away. Maybe they're married to someone else. Or maybe they're in a committed relationship to someone else. And we want... We want to try, but we can't. We have to analyze and say, you know what? I can't have this person now. This is why me and this person broke up. We could take this time, you know, that we can't really go out and party and analyze that too. The idea is to give yourself the opportunity to grieve. Give yourself the opportunity to love yourself again, you know, Give yourself the opportunity to become whole again without the need of someone else's approval. That's all that it is. 
And I would take this time to do that. Take this time to read a book or two or three. Take this time to, you know, pick up a new hobby. But don't use this time, you guys. Don't use this time to reconnect, rekindle a toxic relationship because it is safe. Don't. Because honestly, it's not safe. Right? It's detrimental to your health, your mental health. It's detrimental to your energy. It'll probably drop your vibration. And we don't want that. So those things are opened up, right? Um, I know in the state I live in, um, Governor Murphy just said he's pulling back indoor dining, you know, because the knuckleheads down South Jersey. But, you know, that's a quote, indirect quote, but you did use knuckleheads. But though um, everything is opening up, stay safe, you guys. Please stay safe. Um, the CDC has come out with new guidelines, and I think it is a mask. And um, to go out with the mask and hand sanitizer now. And there was something else I can't remember, but I usually go out with mask, gloves, and hand sanitizer anyway. But stay safe. Please remember to wash your hands always. Um, and app update. Because of the virus, um, it's taking Google a while to sift through all the applications that people are submitting for the app store. So I don't know how long that's going to be. I did want the George Floyd um, conversation I had with Rita Pierre to be one of the first episodes on my app, but that conversation was so great. I don't want to not post it for you guys so if by tomorrow it's not up yet like the app like if it's not approved then i'm just gonna post it and i'll just record another awesome um conversation also the second half of why black women should be honestly honored and respected by black men and how black men should you know fight for us where I was going to list a lot of the African American women that contributed so much in STEM you know which is science technology engineering and mathematics uh, just to show black men and other people in the world that We've been here and we've done so many great things and we've contributed so much, not just in science, technology, and engineering and mathematics, but in poetry, literature, um, education. Also, you know, in, in the world of science where you used one of our um, sister's genes to make um, vaccines. So I wanted to post that. So people could hear what contributions we made and to stop looking at us as second class citizens, especially since this is an international podcast and I'm listened to all over. I, 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 I just want, I just wanted it to be known and that, that episode is coming very soon, you guys. 
again, that's an episode I want to have launched when the app is launched. So don't fret, it's coming. Um, again, stay safe. Please stay safe, my brothers and sisters. And just remember, you are who you ought to think you ought to be. Be blessed.